Here's the two-dimensional equation that you've been taught. Money equals salary earned from a job. Past a certain point, the prospect of getting a job becomes the sole purpose of your education. So what's wrong with that, you ask? I'm gonna assume that if you're watching this, you want to make money, a lot of it, and in as short amount of time as possible. If that is your goal, then this equation for generating money will never get you there. We all have one precious resource, the most important resource of all, and once it's gone, there's no way of getting it back. That resource? is time. In a standard job, the amount of money you earn is dependent on the amount of time you put into that job. If you earned $20 an hour and worked 40 hours a week, it would take you nearly 24 years to reach a total of $1 million. But that is without subtracting any taxes or any expenses that you will incur over 24 years. And let's not forget that inflation would make your $1 million less valuable. Welcome to Desire to Inspire Podcast. I'm Jerome. I'm a youth mentor, entrepreneur, and I'm here to bring in my life, bring in my world, drop a lot of jewels, a lot of gems. And if you take 20% of what I say and apply it, you definitely make some change in your life. Now, for me, this is a special episode because obviously, like, I commit myself to record these podcasts and, like, like this is the fifth podcast of the week and I've been mad busy. This has been super productive and um, I'm going to run through a few things that I've been doing this week, but... The main thing I want to really drop in, you know, I think you're going to guess what I'm going to talk about. I think in the beginning, um, I had an audio about exactly all the stuff I'm going to talk about. And really, you know, kind of a branch off of stuff I've been talking about, but really going to death about it. So, yeah, like, right now, I'm literally live, live at the um, Property Investor Show in London XL. Literally, I've got a quiet place, I've got my equipment on me, and I'm just committed to record these podcasts. So I feel like, you know, if you're not committed to nothing, if you're not going to go all out and go out your way, you know, being successful is going to be a hard road, so you need to always find a way, because there always is a way. Um, so there's an old line that says you find a way, or you find an excuse, so you got to just find a way. <laughs> That's really it. So, yeah, like, like really this podcast is about, you know, generating passive income, um, talking about trading your time for money, um, and really start starting working hard for money, and then eventually making money work for you today and how that works. And then instead of investing 40 hours, a week investing in someone else's dream um you can kind of invest all your hours or majority of your hours in your dream so grant cardone is an old line which i'm gonna repeat and he says invest your time and money um into your dream um because you're going to be used as a leverage um to achieve someone else's so it's either you're working hard to your own goals or dreams or you're being used as a leverage or a resource uh, to achieve someone else's. And that's a real line. Every business, you're an employee, um, you know, they're leveraging your time. That's why it's so important. Um, you know, you invest in yourself in the time you have because really, you don't have money to invest. You can start with time, building relationships, um, you know, reading content, you know, going to networking events where I'm at now, where you meet people that are on the same journey. So all of this stuff costs time. You know, time is the biggest investment and that's really where it starts. It starts by investing your time to essentially earn it, you know, because when you start um, receiving passive income for all of the hours you put in in whatever diversification area you you, cho- you chose, you reap the benefits benefits for it later. So it's really about that, really. So the main thing is that obviously investing the time, uh, but investing your money in the right things, um, you know, whether it be books, whether it be courses, whether it be events, whatever it is, anything that has great ROI really know where you're putting your money in and what investment you're putting your money into and obviously this whole podcast is going to be about property and um you know you know a one vehicle of creating passive income is property um but anyway like you know when it really goes down to you know investing your time and money you just really got to be really disciplined with your choices 
your decisions and, and your behavior. And it's not easy, by the way. And um, you need a lot of willpower, a lot of repetition, and you just got to push yourself, man. There's a pain in discipline or a pain in regret, and I think that's a real line. So you don't want to be able to kick yourself every day just because of a small decision you didn't make. So, yeah, I'm going to obviously do book drops um, throughout the whole podcast, but I'm going to start reflecting on my week. It's just it's just been mad active. Like, don't even know where to start, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to mention everything I've been doing, but I've kind of been... Um, Having a great day at work, um, been really making impact, um, really no, no, noticing the kind of, um, you know, future that I'm building, really. And I've recorded, like I said, a lot of these podcasts this week has been really consistent this week. Just going for my productivity planner, just give me a minute. Yeah, just been here, man. I think the main part of the week, I would say, really, for me, is when I went to, um, what day was it that I went to them events there? Oh no, I'm silly, I'm looking at the wrong week. Hold on one second. Um, where are we? February, 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 March, March, March. Alright, let's go back. Alright, so about this. Um, so yeah, so anyway, so this week I, um, you know, started um, essentially on the Sunday really because I do my weeks from Sunday to Saturday. So I start kind of pausing and reflecting and you know, if I don't have time, I use my time. You know, traveling to and from places, that's time you could invest in what you want. So I use that time as well. And, um, yeah, this is my plans here. Oh, I did not for Sunday. Let me see what on Sunday. Sorry. No, I did not I did not for Sunday. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, it was really kind of reflecting my planning. That's what I do. I have a day off to reflect and plan ahead. So I don't know if anyone knows, I'm going to Dubai. I'll be doing the Dubai blog. Um, again, I'm investing property in Dubai, so I'm going to be meeting a lot of people out there. And um, me personally, I'm more interested in investing property in, in um, abroad. So today, one of the most inspiring, impactful conversations I had with so many, but with this group of like um, black people, they're from Nigeria, and they're talking about obviously investing in Africa and that. For me, I just found it very interesting because obviously, majority of people here that are selling and promoting and part of the property companies are Asian or, or white, man. Let's just be real. So when you have these 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 all black people really promoting getting property abroad. In, in, in a country with your people is just amazing to see. So I've got loads of booklets. I've got a whole book for the booklets and I've given all my information and, you know, because you never know when the opportunity will come, man. It's like you come here, even if you ain't got to go, you got to go on your own, man. Like you just, it just depends how bad you want it, man, and why you want it, you know. And again, going back to that thing of investing time, invest your time and the things give you a great ROI. So, yeah, like obviously like this week I ended up saving my money, top of the, you know, put some money away for savings, obviously for my trip. Um, and I went to an event. What am I doing now? I'm doing the same thing I've just done. Hold on, one sec. God. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm doing the wrong thing. First April. Yeah, because I've got so much stuff in here. I always get confused with what I'm doing. Uh, let's see, let's see. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Okay, so. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, cool. Let's just go back because I was thinking what's going on. Okay, anyway, yeah, so, yeah, the main, really, the bulk of my week, because I work, um, you know, is really looking at what I'm doing, you know, the little things I'm doing um, to make a big results. So obviously, I'm building relationships with students from, like, you know, 11 to all the way up to 16, and um, building relationships with teaching staff, uh, building relationships with the senior leadership team, and um, supporting key students with their behavior and mentoring, man. It's like little things I do, the way I do it, I just do it with passion and love and I care, and, um you know, that's that's the reason why I do what I do, man. I can talk about, like, I don't want people to ask you what I do and it just doesn't come across like I, I love what I do. 
that's it, man. Like, I feel like love. You know, do stuff you love and, you know, you work hard at it. Um, and it transcends as well, man. I was speaking to some people today at the property event about what I do and I was speaking about it so passionately and so impactful and so, you know, inf- they were so, like, you know, appreciative that somebody has actually, one, loved their job and two, is actually making a difference. It's, it's rewarding, it's great, it's, it's amazing. You go home, really feel like you're um, making a difference to these youth. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I kind of was going through that and um, I started to listen to Eat That Frog a lot in my um, gym sessions um, and I've been starting, you know, we always talk about relationship building, I've been starting to like see like my relationships that I have around me, um, especially people that I work with day to day, they're starting to create opportunities. So for me, I'm mentoring um, on the weekends and I do volunteer mentoring as well. So one of the people that I'm mentoring is a staff member from my school's son. And, um, you know, and it's difficult, you know, he's, he's not really, the, the challenge is really like he's not really engaging with all the adults, with all the support, all the professionals. And for me, I just told his mom, it's consistency, man. Consistency over time gets results. And I always put that in everything I do. Um, because, yeah, it's just about really being consistent all the time and understanding exactly, um, you know, when that result will come. It's just about patience as well. So consistency, patience, you know, and eventually he'll come around because if you're not going to go away, eventually he's going to engage. So it just takes time. Um, yeah, and I played basketball with year 11 student. Obviously, this is someone that was, that has, sorry, behavior issues in the school. So again, building rapport is important even with the youth because it's like, now we're going to use this now, something that you enjoy to improve. And say, okay, if you, you know, do good, if you're respectful, whatever you need to do, we can play basketball every day after school. You know, it's something that he wants, he's motivated to do, you know. And um, it's something that is special as well. Like, not all the students will do it. So it's something that, you know, you're looking forward to. So, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I put my hand up, he beat me, you know. And um, it was good, it was fun, it was good. And um, we can have a rematch <laughs> and we'll see who wins next. But it was, it was really good. And, um, yeah, I started, like I said, I started to develop like youth mentoring opportunities through my circle and um, matching up with people, um, you know, naturally. You know, sometimes like I feel like when you want something so bad, it just comes across that you push it away. Things happen naturally when they're, when they're ready to and they'll come towards you. So you don't have to run towards it. Um, and um, yeah, I went to this event, um, just going from my productivity planner. Um, yeah, I went for my event. There was an event about tackling um, school exclusions. And then um, there was a review, actually, the day before that I filled in. It was like a public um, consultation on the review of behaviour in schools. As you know, I work in schools, kids are challenging behaviour. And I feel like through COVID, I feel like the government are looking at uh, children's mental health and the impact of, you know, kicking up vulnerable children that really don't have a good home life and really looking at it like this unlawful exclusion, black young black students are um, the most likely to be excluded. Um, so really just looking at the data as well from research, it was very, very good um, when I when I filled it out and I was reading it and looking at what schools can do to really support. That was the main thing that I, I saw, like really support children and behavior that, that you know, children, sorry, that, do, that develop um, and project um, challenging behavior. You know, it's very, it's like I said, it's hard, man. Like if you, like I said, if you're a parent, if you're a teacher, whatever you're doing, it's like, that's the reality of it. Is. It's like, but I always tell people like you shouldn't give up before the child. You understand? It's like 
you got to be the one that's persistent and consistent. Like I said, eventually we'll turn around a bit. Look, you're not going away. Like, let me engage and let me, let me get the support, you know, because kids need it. They need us. They they crave boundaries. Like, don't um, look at the behavior as, as the child. The child trying to communicate something. So the best we can do as adults is support that in any way. Um, so, yeah, start to develop my morning, morning routine again, getting up at 5 a.m. Um, and, yeah, like I said, there's a new opportunity uh, that I saw. And, you know, Going back to like, you know, that Yay interview that I put on one of my podcasts, I, I snipped a clip of it that he done with Zane Lowe. And they, they was asking him about like Abbey Road, which was massive, right? He went to Abbey Road, done this big full orchestra of a late registration in like 05. And um, he said in the interview, it's like, um, Zane Lowe asked him like, why did you do that so early in your career? Like, and he was like, I saw an opportunity and I went for it. And, um, you know, life short, basically, he was saying that, you know, we can die tomorrow. So if you see something, go for it. Like, that's kind of my mentality, like, on a day basis. I always feel like you got to live like that. You can live like you can die tomorrow. And it sounds morbid. It sounds crazy. We're thinking about death. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, like, going back to that thing of time, it's like, if you use your time wisely, over time, you will see the results. And all the stuff that I'm doing, I definitely know that I'm going to see some sort of results. So, yeah, it was just really looking at the opportunity, thinking, okay, how is it connected to my goals and dreams that I'm trying to do? And, um, yeah, it's a tough decision. I don't think, I feel the best things come from the hardest decisions. And, um, yeah, it's not easy to make a good decision, but, again, you just got to really think about the pros and cons. You got to think about the options and really put, set yourself up. And um, the only thing I'm thinking about is just not putting my life or my career, my decisions in someone else's hands, even if it involves other people. Um, I want to make sure that I have full control over what I want to do. So, yeah, there's the, the, the progress towards my goals, like, I got sent, like, I got, like, at least three people that I connected with um, in, in the various three weeks um, about property. So, obviously, like, uh, they're sending me options about uh, development. So, when I go out there on Monday, I get to visit them, go to property, and obviously enjoy the sun. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, man, like, Wednesday was a great day. I feel like, like I said, the tackling school exclusions for black children was amazing. I met some people again, networking, met some people, had some opportunities uh, to collaborate, and obviously some... some um, opportunities to learn as well um, and, and collaborate. Um, I'm becoming a school governor, so I had a meeting in a school local to me. That was amazing. And obviously, it's all about recreation and breaks, man. So I went to see London Lions game. That was something that I enjoyed as well. And obviously, I love basketball. So I've done that like midweek, like Wednesday after um, the night before I sent the consultation because it was the 31st of March. Um, so yeah, that was a good event. Like I said, I connected these four people and I got two main follow-ups that will be, uh, you know, an opportunity to do some stuff in the future. Um, so on, what day are we looking at now? First day. Um, yeah, like I said, um, like I said in previous podcasts, I just, you know, this is not the first one. I'm not blowing my own horn. People just tell me stuff. And this feedback from this staff member was basically telling me um, how I am with the kids. And, you know, it was just reiterating where I need to put my energy. I just say that. I don't want to say too much. Um... Yeah, and obviously, like, I spoke to the head teacher. I had a meeting with them, uh, with, with her last week. And I emailed her a follow-up about the ideas that I had. And um, how obviously grateful I was that you could sit down and listen to me, you know. So, um, so yeah, that's that's making impact and change and, and having, creating a legacy in, in what I do. So, I started to listen to Rob Moore, Money, um, amazing. <laughs> he's, he's part of the book that I'm going to drop as well. And... Um, yeah, that was really it. It's been jam packed because I've been like working a lot, and like you know, time is really is is the key, really, because you got to be able to sacrifice your time to save time in the long term, and that's not easy. 
I'll be honest with you, it's not it's not not easy at all. I wouldn't say it's even easy, but nothing's easy. Nothing's easy. I don't think like anybody that wants to be successful, you know, it's not really about the easy road. There is no easy road. So anyway, that was the reflex of my week. It was really good. Had a lot of stuff going on. And um yeah, now I'm here. I'm at the I'm literally at the event. Oh god, it's uncomfortable. So yeah, I'm gonna book drop um and talk a little bit about, you know, time. So yeah. Yeah, so basically, um the first book drop I'm gonna gonna drop. I actually got it today. This is like uh, one of the events that was talking about um property and I was talking about obviously developing passive income. And this is a free book that I got, so it's literally live book drop right now today. Um and it's called Multiple Streams of Property Income by Kevin McDonald and Rob Moore. I just spoke about Rob Moore. So obviously like, you know, you've got to invest in time um to spend our expenses, but that can be a cycle. You know, because you're never going to catch up with inflation. Taxes always go up. You know, there's an old line about the rich get rich and the poor get poor. That's the reason, you know, it's because it's just a cycle. And if you control your cycle of, you know, the money you're getting, putting it in places that can make money, and then passive income can pay for your expenses, that frees up your time. So obviously, if you've got financial commitments and you start getting a job, you can be in that job for 20 years with no way out. You know, so you've got to find a way to, you know, have your own time. That's really what... The real goal is to be, that's one of my, you know, factors of success is really that. So property is something you can get into because obviously everyone needs someone to live um, and everyone pays rent. And, you know, when you pay rent, someone's getting paid, you know, regardless if they work or not. So you're working for their income. Like, that's kind of where it's at. So, you know, there's a lot of information out there. And what I would say is that for me, the, one of the biggest struggles is information overload, you know. You can get so consumed with so much information. We don't know where to start. So what I'd done, anyway, I got the book, The Multiple Streams of um, Property Income, and I just went through the contents page, and I highlighted three to five things each chapter that I feel is relevant for me to learn. And I'm going to start reading it today, man. I feel like the biggest way to get a result is just starting now. Don't sit on nothing. Don't procrastinate. If you really want to do it, just do it. That's what I would say to anyone. And that's why I go through all this stuff. That's why I show you what I'm doing, because I want to show you that this is possible. It just takes a lot of work and a lot of a lot of um, effort, you know, a lot of time, going back to that. So, you know, my productivity planning helps me stay on point, helps me reflect, helps me feel like, am I going, am I moving towards my goal? Uh, every day, is there something that I'm achieving? You know, so you can look back at the month and be like, wow, I've actually moved forward. So, yeah, so definitely, you know, probably something I want to get into. I don't, you know, I don't give advice on something I've never done. And the reality is, is like, the interest, that's where it starts, right? It starts with the interest. And, um, you know, you just got to find your way in, find your door. And then once you start, you just got to keep going. So the second book I'm going to drop is called Property Magic uh, by Simon Z I think I say his name right. Zitsky. So I've seen this guy actually personally. I used to go to a property event in Chiswick in High Road House and I used to do monthly events. And he talked about it with this same book. So again, just like Property Magic, I'm going to go, you know, I went to the contents page, sorry, and I highlighted three, four things, each content that are relevant to what I want to do. <coughs> so really the information is not, it's a starting point, but it's not the be or end all. Some people don't even pick up the book. I used to be that guy. So it's about really just starting. And if I want to invest property in Dubai, I need to know how it all works. So to be honest, I'm going to be probably hotel bound for the first few days. Um, obviously, apart from my viewings and stuff, I'm going to go out there and obviously build relationships with people. You never know who I'm going to meet out there. You never know what's going to happen. So obviously it's Ramadan, so it will be a bit quiet. But I just going to love the sun. To be honest, if I don't do anything extravagant, that's not a big deal to me. I'm going out there to invest. I'm going out there to see what's 
um, what's, what opportunities are out there. And um, yeah, these two books will help me because obviously I'm going there and I will probably spend my time just really reading this book, making notes, writing out a plan um, as a spin-off of the notes I create. So yeah, man, really like, that's 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 what I really really say about that man. These two books are something that you know if you really want to get into property, um, you can just definitely extract the, the the little parts that will work for you. I would just say that um, I'm gonna drop two more books. It's um, one of them is on property as well, and I'm gonna talk a little bit about commercial property because for me personally, because I'm doing youth work and I'm looking at like opening up a youth center and a community center that goes down as like you know, a commercial building, which are obviously expensive. It's about rent. It's tough and obviously not giving away my idea, but I feel like I'm going to revolutionise it. It's really difficult to get commercial property because it's expensive. But if you can get a part, they call it a part, commercial part, residential unit, that's kind of what I'm looking at. So we've seen them a lot in London where we've got flats at the top and then we've got shops at the bottom. It's kind of that model. And then the, the rent at the top can pay for the businesses. Because um, I remember hearing like an only Ledger podcast and he was saying, like one of the guys was saying like, the reason my my restaurant business is, is hard because they're relying on footfall and income is fluctuate. So one day you're good, one day you're bad, one good Saturday, one good Friday. So to so sustain it and you still have to pay people, you still have to pay rent, you still got to pay uh, the running cost of the building and all this stuff. So that's why restaurants in the first two years closed down because they're relying on footfall. Um, so yeah, so basically for me, I, I picked this book a while ago and it's called The Jew diligence handbook of commercial real estate um and it really goes into all of the stuff you need to know to secure property buying real estate um and just focus on commercial market and it's by um brian hennessy so for me i got my eyes there everybody's talking about residential which is fine but obviously imagine you had a percentage in like a shopper center westfields or you had a percentage in a shop where a business was doing well you got to find a business in the market that's doing well because not everyone's online you got to understand that so you know, there's there's businesses that you can invest in actually making good money. So definitely that's something that um, I have listened a bit to, but until I'm in the process and I can actually start referencing stuff from the book, I'm not going to really finish it. But this is something that I really want to go into, commercial property, um, possibly in this country and then get residential property abroad for like holiday homes, etc. That's like the idea. So especially Dubai, people go into Dubai a lot. Ibiza, like how many young people want to go there? They don't want to get a hotel. They might want to get a villa to have more freedom. So that's money right there. And obviously when people are doing it, it's a pool of people. So that's where my head's at, man. I'm not really trying to get a mortgage in this country. I'm not really so, you know, focused on that. Um, you know, or even just getting a house to live in. Like that's, you got to really think about your first protocol needs to be, okay, let me get a house to get a bit of income and then leverage a percentage of the income to create more income. That's kind of how your mindset needs to be. But anyway, uh, the second book I'm going to drop is called Passive Income, uh, The Beginner's Guide to Passive Income, How to Create and Benefit, sorry, and Profit from Passive Income to Quit Your 9 to 5 Job. So, you know, that's really where my head's at, man. Just really making money work for me, make it pay my bills so I can, you know, travel and do what I want and be free. And another thing I said today to the same ladies that was speaking about Nigeria property was that I don't want to be bound to a location. I don't want to be bound to a country. You know, I want to be able to go, you know, America, Asia, Africa, Jamaica, any duration. I don't have to be coming back because I've run out of money or run out of, you know, and do the things I want to do, you know, open up a bigger charity and, and support more people and, you know, make music, you know, sit down and don't have no financial stress. I can be creative and not here worried about, okay, I need money, I need money, I need money. So... 
that's really where it's at. I just everyone just pick up the books, take action, um, because all the stuff is out there. We're in a day and age we can just Google anything. So reality is the only thing stopping you is you. You just gotta go for your dreams and keep doing what you're doing and never give up. This is Jerome from Desire to Inspire Podcast. The road is tough. It's filled with struggle. It's filled with ups and downs. It will mean swallowing some difficult truths that the school system and society haven't told you yet. And let me be clear, there are many of you who will not make it to the end of this road. But for those of you that do, at the end of this road lies wealth beyond what you thought you could attain. At the end of that road lies the freedom of never having to worry about money again.